Hello and welcome to the Game Over Podcast. We are your hosts, Aiden, Luke, and Zach. Today we are going to talk about our fondest memories of video games, some of our nostalgic memories, and why those memories have stuck with us over time. I apologize for the for the background noise. Clearly. I was about to tell everyone in the room to shut up. Well, uh, just a reminder, Aiden, this is a, this is a podcast, not an ASMR. And today we are going to be talking about all those negative feelings and getting them out of your body through any means. Oh, come on. Well, okay. Sorry for the critique. All right. Uh, so, Aiden, you go first. One of some of my most nostalgic memories involved Tomb Raider 2. Pretty much, I'd I I played and beaten it, but most of it was just me watching my brother play it for several years. Uh, that and Doom, which cite an expert opinion, John, Doom has no special story because, as John Carmack, the lead developer of Doom, has stated, storing a video game is like storing a porn. It's expected, but not important. Oh, that, uh, Telltale Games. Oh, fair enough. It's different now. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, uh, yeah, who goes next? Zach. Um, I would have to say my fondest memories of, of video games is, has to be in, uh, Sonic Adventure. Especially the, and since we, we didn't really have a Dreamcast, we played, we had the GameCube version, which was, the director's cut, and oh boy, did was it a glitch fest. Yeah, those old Sonic games were just, I'm not going to say they're awful even though they kind of were, but they were really glitchy. Especially, well, not, not really much the 2D, but definitely the 3D. Yeah, Sonic, the new 3D games. He didn't really make the jump to 3D all too well, did he? No. Sonic 06 comes to mind. <laughs> Sonic 06, the glitchiest Sonic game in the entire world. The pinnacle of quality. And just like playing with the Chow, even though there were, was the chance of it corrupting my save data, um, I'm gonna have to say that it happened to me quite a few times. <laughs> and also just... Having my brother do like do all the hardest bosses, mm-hmm. even though coming back to play it, those bosses were the easiest. Well, when, when you're young and you're coming up against a challenge in a video game, like like the slightest little detail can like completely intimidate you and make you screw up the fight. Like uh, a game I used to play a lot, DK64, which is. A completely awful game. It's there, there's very few redeeming qualities about it, but I don't know. I like it because it's funny. Now there's a section in the game where if you go towards like an enemy, it'll start raining and it'll play like scary music. That freaked me out as a kid. I like I would just run around it on the happy island for the entire for just like an hour and just not progress the story at all because the scary weather just freaked me out in that game. And, uh, so yeah, that was a side tangent. Uh, do I finish answering my question, or do you want to continue? Um, I'm pretty much done, so right. go into yours. I know I'm talking over a lot of people, so I apologize. Um, aside from crappy DK64, 
A game that I did play a lot was uh, the original Smash Brothers for the 64. And um, if you've ever held a 64 controller or even seen a picture of it, you know it's not the most optimal thing you would imagine when it comes to a video game controller, let alone for a five-year-old. Yeah, that's a bit awkward. Yeah. But I, I tried to play it. I wasn't very good at it. And uh, my brother, being one year older than me, had that slight advantage and would usually come out on top. So I suppose Smash Bros. is the reason why I'm kind of competitive, I assume. And why I'm really into uh, being competitive, I guess. I just said the same thing twice, my bad. <laughs> But I mean, you're you're like, like pro player like now at Smash. Well, it's one thing I'm good at. I guess to go back to me, another th an some other nostalgic memories would probably be Modern Warfare 2. Remember the specific date? I uh, my dad and I went to Best Buy January 2nd of 2010. Bought it for about 40 bucks and just spent the rest of that weekend playing it and the story well we played the main campaign of course we at least i wasn't in the multi into multiplayer and if you've seen if you've played the modern warfare 2 story or know anything about it it, it takes a, a a turn it, it, it has a certain climax that i think shocked a fair amount of people including myself at the time i think i know what you're talking about yeah I won't spoil anything, but I know. And plus that, and plus when I started getting into the multiplayer, that was just awesome. It's just something you did. I did as much as I could because it was just nonstop fun. Because no one really, no one really cared. It was just about comp being competitive. It was just have fun. Have fun. Just let's have fun. See what we can do. Let's try out as many guns as we can. Yeah, and compared to more shooter games nowadays, <laughs> Fortnite. Yeah, this is this is before. Yeah, uh, way before a lot, Fortnite. A lot, before people became a lot really competitive with FPS games. Before EA realized how much money you can make by selling half the game as DLC. Yeah, exactly. I'd say when it comes to FPS's for me, my favorite was always the original Battlefront 2. Not to be confused with the uh, pile of garbage that is the new one. But um, yeah, Battlefront 2. Like I was always, I was always into Star Wars. That for me, my two main things were uh, uh, Smash Brothers and Star Wars. And to play a Star Wars video game was so cool because I got to play as the clone troopers. It was. I, I, I love Star Wars games, and when I was, uh, whenever someone would start talking about FPS's, like, which stands for first person shooters for all those who are uneducated on the topic, it always felt it was like another language to me because I grew up playing like Smash, as I mentioned, Freddy, DK games, and Mario, stuff like that. That's that, that was what I grew up with. So when people are talking about, yo, I landed a, a 360 no-scope with my sniper rifle on the hidden mountain stage or whatever, I'm just... You could start talking to me in, like, Latin, and I would understand just as much. 
but with Star Wars Battlefront 2, I feel like that really helped open me up to other genres of gaming. Yeah, I remember Battlefront 2. I would play that for hours on end. I don't think I was playing it. I think my, I know my brother got it onto my computer. I think he pirated it, so. It wasn't exactly a legal method, but... Alright, don't pull yeah, this online, so... We're a little too late. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can cut it out. We he didn't really out. pirate it, he bought it legally. Suck. Any other comments on Battlefront 2? Um... Well, I mean... I only, like, just, like, first played it, like, only a couple years ago. So... So I don't really have that nostalgic feeling that you guys do. But, I mean... Considering I grew up more on Sonic games and Metroid, so... Metroid, yeah. Just like the simulation. And that's <laughs> yeah. a Battlefront 2 reference for you. And I played Metroid Prime a lot. And especially when the... Since I didn't really got a chance to get to play Metroid Prime 2 and Metroid Prime 3 when they came out for the GameCube and Wii, I got the trilogy version. Unfortunately, I couldn't get a physical copy, so it was a virtual console. <clears throat> Thank God I was on the Wii U. Yeah. Um, and sorry, well, that's all the time we have for today. We have to get back to playing Animal Crossing New Leaf on our one Nintendo 3DS. Yeah, I was just about to say, I, I also got to get back to playing Animal Crossing New Leaf on my Nintendo 3DS. About the same. About to pull it out right now. <laughs>